Hello and welcome to A Drink with Detroit, a podcast where we hear stories from Detroiters and those visiting the Motor City. My name is Hilary Sachuk. Thanks for listening. Boxing legend, Mr. Hearns, Thank Thomas you. Hitman Hearns. Thanks That's for right. being here. Thank you for having me. Um, cheers. We're toasting with All some right. water. <laughs> no, no liquor in here, right? Okay. No, no, I would never do that. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I love what you just said. That as we sat down here in the Foundation Studio, I had asked if you had ever been to the Foundation Hotel. You said no, but you've been to the fire the firehouse, the fire de- department. Right. Um, I would love to hear about any like memories you have, I guess, even just from this area right here. Well, this area right here was the, the, the back of the hotel where I stayed, the punch train. And the punch train always in the back was right behind the punch train was the fire tra- station. So every time the, the, the fire station would get a call, you hit the car and go, oh my God. and everybody look out the window and try to see what's going on. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, it was pretty exciting. You know, I got out here. Cars was like stop and stop right up because the car, car fire truck comes straight out. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. What I mean, what are your thoughts of just like everything happening downtown now? Um, you know, the new Little Caesars Arena, all the restaurants, and just there's so well, much. Well, I think that downtown is where it's at. Yeah. You know, because. Everybody comes to Detroit. They have to see our downtown area, <laughs> yeah. and they get a chance to see how much is happening downtown. Downtown, downtown is a happening place in Detroit. Right. You know? um, I was just. Um, I have like the Hudson's building on my mind um, with the groundbreaking of the Hudson site that happened, you know, recently. Do you, Do you have any memories of the original Hudson's? No, I really don't have very much memory of the original. I think I only went there a few times. Yeah. Yeah. As a kid, then probably yeah, right. As a kid, yeah. Yes, most mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, gosh, you you had two nicknames in your career: the Hitman and Motor City Cobra. Yes. Do you have a favorite? Well, I, I was I like both of them <laughs> because they both you know kind of symbolize on who I am. Um, who the Motor do you City know where Cobra, they came from? Well, the, Mo- the Motor City Cobra came from. Um, the 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 the, um, the media both from both names came from the media. Oh, okay. Um, and we decided to run both of them. Most of the Cobra has time. I, I, I enjoyed being a Cobra, <laughs> but then when when the Hitman came in, the Hitman was more of me yeah. than the Cobra. The Cobra was like a snap, showing how quick I was snapping jabs, snapping jabs. But the Hitman was like, get rid of him, go in there. Take care of them, send them home. You know? like, yeah. And and that's basically what I did. I go in there, I take care of the guys, and I'm send them point home. You know? Oh, my God. So what? how old were you the first time you were in the ring? The first time in the ring? As I was a child, so I was about probably 10 years old. At 10 years old, did you know that that could even be a, a career? That's what I started for. I started boxing. To make a career. Oh, I decided okay. that um, I want to go on to box. I want to learn all the politics and, and and be like Muhammad Ali. I so want to be like Muhammad Ali, yeah. That was your, I- that was your main idol? Was my idol, yes. Oh, my gosh. So you you 
basically had, you were like, I mean, you're, you had the mindset that you want to be the best. And I, no, to me, there was no other reason why I should, should box. If I couldn't be the best, I didn't want to be nothing. I, I won't have anything to do with the boxing business because boxing, the boxing game is a very true game. I mean, a lot of people get hurt in boxing, and, and some people don't make up the way, the way they came in. Yeah, right. Do you um, talk? Can you talk a little bit about like your mental state before a fight? And I think I, I read somewhere that you said you can't let people see your fear and that, like, sometimes that you weren't scared at all. Well, it's always keeping a positive mind and f being focused on what you got to do, what, you, what, you come, what you're there for, and being able to take care of your business while you're there. And my thing was I, I knew what I was there for. I had a job to do. So I go in there, take care of my job, and I leave happy. Did, were you always... Were you were you always fearless, or is that something that you had to that you that you well, learned so along the it's way? It's something you, that you learn how to get get over once you just been in for a long time period of time. You just don't bother you anymore. You gotta get ready for it, regardless of who your opponent is. Then you must be ready for them. You gotta go out and show them that hey, I come to compete well. Yeah. Do you um? Can you, at, so at, you were nineteen when you went pro. Um, I was um, 18. I was turning 19. Is that that's? I mean, that's so young. Do you? Were, did you feel like you were prepared at that for uh, what I was, was, ready. To, I was, was ready. to come in your because life? <laughs> I, I mean, I spent a lot of years in amateur. Yeah. And, and when after amateur after amateur days, I was like, you know, I, I did. I fought everybody could fight as an amateur, and I said, now nah, let me see what the pros got. I want to see what the oh pros. Oh my have. god. <laughs> So it was so it was um seven you knocked out seventeen of my your first seventeen opponents, opponents. Yeah. and then you kept going to thirty two and oh yeah. did you kind of feel like untouchable and nah. like was your confidence no it, it wasn't it wasn't that I felt un unt untouchable but it was just that the confidence level that I had you know that I was I was I was a a contender you know. And I wasn't gonna let nobody stop me from getting to what I wanted to get to. I mean, I just, just, just headstrong, very headstrong. Yeah, person. it seems like mm -hmm. you obviously the physical. Uh, there's the physical part and like the skills, but it's also so much mental. Yeah, it's a, it's got a lot. A lot the mental part has a, has a lot to do with along with the physical part. The physical part, you gotta get yourself in condition, ready to do the to do the physical part, and then you got to get ready for the mental part. Because the mental, outthinking of your opponent is very, very crucial. If you outthink your opponent, you might just work out to fight one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have, during that time, what was like your uh, game fight day, like ritual? Did you have any superstitions? No. Nothing? No. No superstitions. Just um, knowing, that, knowing <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm ready, I prepare myself well, and I, once I know that I'm preparing, I said, well, I'm ready. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do what you're supposed to do. What was your um, diet like when you... Oh, uh, my diet. Oh, I, I hate a diet. <laughs> <laughs> no, a diet, is, a diet is just not something that, that you look forward to getting, get, being on. I mean, because it takes away everything that you like. You can't eat nothing that you really like to eat, <laughs> you know. And and I have I I I had a bad diet I did sometimes. 
Oh, when yeah, when you when weren't I, training. When I wasn't training, my diet wasn't so very. Like uh, what? What was your like splurge? I mean, I, I was like pie, cake, <laughs> ice cream. I mean, just. So you got to take I, all that I, away. I, I just love Snickers. <laughs> I'll sneak me a Snicker in a minute. I even sneak me a Snicker while I'm training. <laughs> you would sneak that in. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what you got, Snicker? <laughs> I should have brought some, Jesus. Yeah. Had I known next yeah. time. Um, what 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 were your meals like? Was it like protein or uh, most of my meals like uh, protein or just healthy food because um Emmanuel was kind of a person that to sit around and watch. He 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 bring you food and he'll sit around and watch you. I said, you know, I'm not a child, so. <laughs> I know what I need to eat and what I don't need to eat. Like vegetables, I, I like my I love my vegetables. I make sure I eat my vegetables because yeah. of, of the bad food. I, I eat vegetables too. So people were making you food, or were you cooking for yourself at this? Point? No, people were making food. Yeah. Yeah. My mother and Manuel, and then once I got older, I had got a chef to cook for me. How nice! I want a chef. <laughs> it was it was nice. I need to bring them back now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Emmanuel Stewart was your boxing trainer at Cronk. Gym, yes, yes. Um, and he like trained the best of the best. Um, and but he was also like more than just a trainer. Um, and was and was um, the best trainer I probably could have had. But also he was like the best dad I could have had mm. because many Manny had like a, a father and son relationship, not just a trainer and right. fighter. It was like father and son because he was there always there with me wherever wherever I go. Emmanuel was there. Whatever I did, Emmanuel was there because. If I had to go on um, out of town for something, Emmanuel went out of town with me. Yeah. You know? um, if I had to go to a meeting, Emmanuel went to a meeting with me. So, mm-hmm. and me and spent a lot of time together. You know, we got a chance to really learn about each other. Aside from like the boxing and the training, what like life lessons? I'm well, sure there's many. You know, Emmanuel wasn't so 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 strong on. I'm really strong on, on gambling. He wasn't strong on too much, too much, a lot of dating. And he wasn't strong. And no, the real thing, he really wasn't strong about his fight of drinking or being around it a lot. You know, mm-hmm. especially smoking weed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was that was my bag anyway. I was I, I always from from a child I always live a good life, a a clean life because of my mother was very strict. I had a very strict mother, and my father was in there, so. My mother was very strict, and, and to get around her and do something, man. No. You sneak and do it, and she found out? Uh. <laughs> she was, my mother wasn't so nice when she got mad. And, and I knew this. So, you know, and, and me as being a boxer, still, still didn't make me not afraid of my mother. Yeah. Because I would never raise my hand from, to my mother. You know? Oh, yeah, no. So, no. So I was just, uh, had, had fear of my mother. She 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 put fear in our heart. Yeah, that's what moms are supposed to do, right? Give you <laughs> not so much, <laughs> but my mom did. She, my mom my mom didn't want troubles and kids, you know, because my mom said if I ever ever had to come to jail, oh, you gonna feel it. Yeah, I, I feel it already, mom. <laughs> Home is gonna be worse than <laughs> yeah, jail. I feel it already, mom. Um, I'm sure there's like you can't pick just one favorite like memory, but. What's like a, a moment with Emmanuel that just like really stands out? <sighs> the the moments that, that really stand out about Emmanuel is just during 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 my time of, of getting ready for a championship fight or being in a championship fight. Emmanuel was, was there twenty four seven. Yeah. 
Me and man spent a lot of time with each other. We, I told you we, we developed a father and son yeah. relationship. And and I, if, if Manny wasn't there when I fought, and was only like maybe once or, once or twice, I didn't feel right. I didn't have the same Where was he? Confidence. <laughs> uh, because because, because uh, one, one, I think one or two fights that I'd done, I did, and many main was we had had out for a minute. And but you know, you always gotta go back to what made you. Yeah. And and I decided that hey man, you know, if this man hit me with me from the start, I need to be this man all the way. Yeah. And I went back to the main. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you were you know, you were known for obviously giving like hard punches. <laughs> um what who you hit like you? Like you feel one? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you can tell me, you can tell me. <laughs> Um, I've I've done some boxing classes, but that's why you should feel once. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, who hit you the hardest? What's one thing that like you'll always just remember as going? Who hit me hard? A guy named Juan Domingo Rodan. People people said because of but my fight with Marvin Hagler that Marvin Hagler hit me hard. If Marvin Hagler hit me hardest, I didn't feel it. Well, I did feel Juan Domingo Rodan. Ron Domingo, I said, man, this guy hit me one more time, I'm going to break his neck. Oh, my God. So I, I had to go out. I, I had to hurry up and knock him out. Oh, yeah. It, it took a few rounds. But I think around the eighth or ninth round, I knocked him out. So I was just going to ask, like, what's going through your mind? Like, how can you even, like, go back? But you just think, I just need to end this sooner. Like, well, you how know, do you even put yourself back out there? My thought, when I was younger... It was all about hurry up and get it over with so I can do go and party and have fun. <laughs> and so and, and and when when I fought it was like, hey, I'm going I'm gonna knock him out like I'm gonna go out and have fun with more people. Heck yeah. So I did. I go in and I go one two rounds and I go and take my shot and I'm ready to go have fun. <laughs> hurry up and let's hurry up and get out of here. Hurry hurry away. The whole thing, hurry hurry away. Yeah. 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 He showed it all the time, and I, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna be right beside you. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, well, when, like, what do you? Cons- where were you? Like, or where are you happiest? Like, when you're like. Uh, when I'm happiest, when I'm able to perform for the people. Yeah, and, that's a big and, part and, of it. And give the people a great show and, and hear. From the response from the people that hey man it's a great show I enjoyed it every time you put on a great show for me. that that made me feel very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what um, I guess what do you think of the sport of boxing now? Um, the sport of boxing is not, of course I'm going to say it because I'm like I'm not no more longer in the boxing world. But the sport of boxing is not as exciting as as I thought it was when I was in the boxing business. I mean, you don't have as many contenders that are willing to go out there and put them on a show. If people don't understand. For the people, you got to give them a show. Yeah. Because you want these people to come back and see you again. If you don't give them a good show, they ain't going to be thrilled about coming to see you again. So so my thing is, yeah. uh, my thing is, whenever I go out there, always give them an electrifying show. Make sure that your people... Are very happy and make sure your opponent 
is very sad. <laughs> uh, who are you a fan of right now? Um, any like current boxers? Um, right now, um, my 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 hero died, which was Muhammad Ali. Mm. That was my idol. That's the reason why I stopped boxing because I wanted to be like Muhammad Ali. He died, and when he died, just there's no other interest. Yeah, just left. Yeah. Right and you obviously, what was it like meeting him for the first time? Mm -hmm. I was like, man, like, mean Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, Santa Claus to me was, it was huge. I always been, he, especially when I was growing up, Santa Claus was huge. It, it, it tasted, man, Santa Claus, oh man, I'm, I'm cast, no, you can't see Santa Claus. You, you see Santa Claus, going to blow ashes in your eyes. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, but so you're, uh, I just the thought of having Santa Claus come to my house was a, a major thing for me. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And Ali and Muhammad fought on the same card. Ali fought his last fight in 1981. NASA I saw. I watched that with your shorts. I saw that. Yeah, I love the shorts. That was. Uh, you know, that Are was you still a, designing clothes? <laughs> you know, that was a that was a, 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 a hilarious time for me too because I mean, first of all, I couldn't believe I was at Muhammad Ali's house in the training camp. Where's his? Where was his house? It was in uh, Barron's Frame Machine, and then and then be able to sleep in Muhammad Ali's room. Oh my god, that's so funny. I mean he I mean I don't think Ali would let anybody else stay in his house, stay in his room because man, I was like I mean man, I must be I must be in heaven, man. Seriously, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Hanging out at your idol's house. Yeah. In his bedroom, <laughs> standing in his bedroom, and he's not home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was good. That was That's great wild. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't even, I feel like I, I was just going to ask, like, your favorite athlete outside of boxing, but I feel like the answer is yes, just. That's my answer. That's yeah, my answer. that's your answer. I mean, I, I have, you know, I like basketball. Um, a lot of guys did very well. Like Isaiah Thomas was probably was here in Detroit was probably one of the top basketball players here in Detroit. Um, yeah, I like Magic Johnson. I like I like um, uh, Michael, Jordan. Michael Jordan. Definitely, definitely Michael Jordan. Dominic Wilson. Yeah. Um, guys, you know, they was, in my time, they was star basketball players. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, who would you um consider like the most influential person in your life? Like my mom. Oh. She, my mom helped me a great deal. She helped me to really to grow up, to really to open my eyes and see that you know, um, a man has got to be a man. A man got to take care of the things that a man's supposed to take care of when a man mm -hmm. posts it. That's so sweet. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, since we're in Detroit, what if you could pick one like favorite Detroit memory? Is there anything that stands out? Of about it, my being being here in Detroit and being able to perform here in Detroit, 
was a very great time in my life, mm -hmm. you know, because here in Detroit, the people here in Detroit support me so well. So much love from the people in Detroit. I just love Detroit with everything I have in my body. How would you describe the people of Detroit? Awesome. <laughs> awesome people. You know, the people, they love me because of what I had done, what I brought, brought to Detroit. But, you know, they, they like me because of who I am, mm -hmm. you know. I'm, I'm a real person. I don't I don't go out there and try to be fake uh, or, or not acknowledge nobody when I see them or people when I see them. When people see me and they know who I am, I definitely, definitely love to them because that's love. Yeah. They don't have to do, they don't have to do that, but they do. Yeah, Detroit loves you. And I'm a retired man now. Yeah, yeah. what is so <laughs> what, what is retired life yeah. li like for you? Are you still, like, working out and, yeah. like... Retired life for me now. It's not, it's not nowhere near the way it was when I was active, you know. So, I'm not, I'm not loving it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Some just keep saying, "Go back and give him a little bit more, give him a little more." I go, man. <laughs> Do you still uh, get in the ring to like work out or like just like are I'm just use a bag? I'm just giving, I'm getting ready to have my own gym real soon. Oh, cool. Come up soon, then I'll be stopping training fighters, and I'll be also working on myself, staying shit myself. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, the question we ask everyone is if you could have a drink with anyone, who would it be? A drink? Yeah. I don't drink. It doesn't have to be. Uh, it could be a water or tea or. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know who this, who this beautiful woman is, is lying there for me waiting on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm it sure. could be someone who's dead or alive. So we could bring. Is there anyone that you like you wanted to meet and never met, or no? You've probably met a lot of cool people al along the way. <laughs> um, no, just just um. Oh yeah. <laughs> I probably I probably would like to meet uh, uh, ex President uh, Obama. Oh yeah. Um, his family because he's gonna have a very cool family. Um, I really I really haven't really stopped to think about. <laughs> Who I want to meet, meet, and uh, nothing like it. But when I, when I met my guy that I truly love was Jailhouse Rock, man, Elvis. Elvis. <gasps> man, I, cause I, I used to love how Elvis just sang to the women and they just flop, flop, they flop for Elvis. I go, damn, <laughs> if I could sing. I go, but I had a turbo voice. You had, had other moves. So I had a turbo voice. I said, <laughs> I said, I'm, see, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to box. I'm, I'm gonna box him, but no, I didn't. I didn't never ever get the women like Elvis got him. Where'd you meet Elvis? I think I'm in, in Detroit. I met oh, Elvis really? Detroit. Yeah, mm -hmm. came to Detroit. Yeah. Did you? What'd you ask him? Is it besides? Uh, I don't know what I asked. I was young then when I met Elvis. I was, I think, about 18, 19 years old. Oh. When I met Elvis. Yeah. Right. I was very young. What was I guess when you met Muhammad Ali for the first time? What kind of question? Like, what did you talk about with him? Besides, you know, I was sh I was too stunned. I was shocked. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know him to ask him questions. I was just I was a champ. It was nice to meet you, champ. <laughs> and Ali, Ali, you know, Ali was real cool. He was the nicest guy you wanted to meet. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he, he was laid back. You know, champ, I seen you fight, man, champ. 
got it. You got it. You're going to be all right, man. You're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> that probably has to give you a little boost of confidence, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, because he, um, at least he spent a lot of time watching me box, box. And he liked my he liked my style, and I, and and but what what really really not broke it off is when I had a chance to box Ali, spar with Ali yeah. for the first time, and when I spar with Ali, I kind of understand why the people that fought him had such a hard time, <laughs> and even me with a, with a quick jab, I would found it hard kind of hard to hit him. Oh my gosh! But thank God I had a quick left jab. If I didn't have a quick left jab. I probably would never hit him. Oh, my gosh. Never hit him. What a moment. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being here. I, it's it's an honor. I mean, International Boxing Hall of Fame. And, I mean, you were the first to win five world titles in five different divisions. Yes. So, I mean, just title after title. Um, Detroit loves you. We love you. And um, seven-time uh, world champion. You know, I just, Drinking I just, with us here. I just um, – <laughs> I just want to give thanks to somebody that I was very fond of, that was um, a part of my life and part of my career, who made helped me make everything possible. That's the old trainer in Maynard Stewart. Yeah. In Maynard Stewart, again, he played a, a major role in my life, and I truly miss him today. Yeah. And he's not here no more, but he'll always be in my in my heart. Yeah. Always. Well, well, we'll toast to Emmanuel. All right. Cheers. Cheers, man. Thank you very much.